Welcome to the somewhat new and somewhat improved Percy Jackson and the Absolute Analysis. Um, no one in here, no one listening right now is going to know that I had this out originally uh, a few days ago. And it was an entire piece of crap. Um, I didn't have anything prepared. And now I actually, <laughs> I made a Google Slides so I'd be prepared. So, um, let's get into it. So this episode, I guess, is just going to be over chapter one of Percy Jackson Olympians, The Lightning Thief. So it's just chapter one. And chapter one is called, I Accidentally Vaporized My Pre-Algebra Teacher. So it starts off with this hook that really entices the reader to read it, especially if you're a young child. Um, it starts off with, like, you can be this too, you can be non-human too, you can be special too, you can be a half-blood too, like, it's all those things, really. So it's one of those intros that you see every once in a while, mainly in kids' books. And then it goes on to explain, you know, the main character, or not explain, introduce, and the main character is Percy Jackson. I feel like I said Percy. Did I say Percy? Percy. Percy Jackson. And, um... He's a 12-year-old kid that's attending Yancey Academy, and I might be wrong, but I believe Yancey is for troubled kids, and Percy definitely is a troubled kid. Problems just seem to follow him around. Um, Whenever he's been on a field trip in the past, things have always gone wrong. Um, I think it was a Revolutionary War cannon actually exploded their bus back when he was like in fifth grade. And so now he's in 6th grade. He's 12 years old, which I've read the entire book. I've actually read the first and second book entirely. And it's hard to believe that he's so young. uh, Just because of the way Rick Riordan... um, The way he writes the kid, I don't know. It's it's really weird. Um, just all the interactions he has just seem so grown up, and the other kids just seem so grown up. It's really weird, really weird. So currently, um, I believe this is just his class. I don't know. Um, Yancey is on a field trip to a museum. That's what I put. Remember, Yancey is a school, and it. I don't believe it specifies whether it was um, his Latin teacher's class or his math teacher's class because both the Latin teacher and the math teacher are at this museum. So I don't know if it's just both their classes or what's going on, but whatever. So it goes in to introduce Mr. Brunner. Mr. Brunner is their Latin teacher. He is in a motorized wheelchair and he's by far Percy's favorite just because they play games and he likes uh, Mr. Brunner's weapon collection. It then introduces Nancy Boba Fett, which this is mainly what this chapter is, just introductions really. Boba Fett sucks. I hate Boba Fett. Um, Luckily I've never been bullied by Boba Fett, but she's a kleptomaniac, which if you don't know what that means, she likes to steal. Very bad kid. Um, She's a bully that likes to pick on Percy's friend, Grover, and then it goes into introduce Grover. And Grovy, Grover, Groovy, Grover is a scrawny, 
dude that looks like he could be an adult. He has like a scruffy beard, he's got acne, he just doesn't look like he should be in middle school, he looks more like a high schooler. Uh, and he has a muscular disease in his legs, which make him walk funny, and it's part of the reason he gets picked on. So Percy hates Nancy Boba Fett, just because you know, she picks on Grover, his best friend, and she's just a bully. On all accounts. And so... Nancy starts throwing pieces of peanut butter sandwich into Grover's hair. Or at Grover. And it's that's disgusting, first of all. And you know, Grover's all like, it's okay, man, I like peanut butter. But Percy just gets pissed. And Grover has to remind him that Percy is on probation because of the trouble that keeps surrounding him. Um... And I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and say that it's the probation that the school sets on you and not the government. If you don't know the difference, um, probation that school sets on you is like, you're on like the no dance list, you're being watched by all your teachers, you're just a troubled child really. Um, whereas, if you're on probation with the government people go on probation after they've done murdering someone so just keep that in mind um so and then it introduces Miss Dodds and Miss Dodds absolutely loves Miss Boba Fett Miss Boba Fett oh ma'am Miss Dodds loves Boba Fett but she absolutely hates Percy and she actually thinks he's a devil spawn She's a super mean teacher and she teaches math. And Percy jokingly says that he didn't think Miss Dodds was human, and Grover turns to him somberly and says, You're absolutely right. So there's some foreshadowing there. <laughs> there's a lot of foreshadowing in this book. Um, a lot of the times it'll say, I never knew how wrong I was. It would only get worse from here. You know, like things like that, where it definitely leads on. So, when they go into the museum, uh, Brunner is actually, like, their tour guide, which is sort of weird. I don't think any of my teachers, whenever I went to museum on my tour guide, I believe we actually had tour guides, but whatever. Um, troubled kids, they probably don't want to cause more trouble by having someone else there. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, so, Boba Fett says something mean as usual and Percy yells at her to shut up so of course whenever a teacher hears you talking they always call on you it always happens happens it happened to me today actually in school it sucks and luckily Percy knew the answer so Brenner asked him to uh, describe what this picture represents that's in quotation marks because that's actually what he said and the picture as described by Piercy, was, um, well, Percy responds with, that's Kronos eating his kids, right? Um, and then it goes into this, um, somewhat long story, what I, at the original time of reading, thought was irrelevant and just making the chapter longer, um, although it was, like, a page, like, it wasn't bad, 
it was just the story of Kronos eating his kids and ooh had a yawn ooh it's past my bedtime um it goes in the story of Kronos eating um eating his kids and his wife actually hid Zeus from him and gave him a rock tea instead, and then Zeus grew up and he gave Kronos a mixture of, I can't remember what it was, I think it was wine and something else. So Kronos was tricked and he barfed up his kids, because the kids were immortal, they were still alive. Then they chopped up Kronos, which Kronos is a titan king by the way, don't know if I mentioned that. They chopped Kronos up. And they throw him into Tartarus, which is the deepest part of the underworld. It's like, the, I think there's eight circles of hell, right? It's like the eighth circle of hell. And so I thought this was really excessive, but it definitely needed to be explained for the ending of the story. And, well, the plotline of the entire series. Um, so then after they're done in that like little section of like the greek and roman area or whatever all the kids go out to eat lunch outside because they don't have a food court there i guess so brunner pulls percy aside and tells them that he expects only the best from percy which percy's sort of down about he really sort of looks up to brunner as a father figure and knowing that he's not giving his best sort of like you know it's, it's like when a parent says i'm not disappointed or i'm not mad i'm just disappointed and you're like damn my parents like disappointed in me like that hurts uh, it's at this point that it's also revealed that percy has dyslexia and add which is attention deficit disorder you get distracted very easily it sometimes happens to me sometimes not i don't have add but it happens And so Percy goes back outside. They all sit around a huge, large fountain to eat lunch. And Percy starts mentioning all these weird storms that have been happening in the area. And there was a huge storm brewing, and there was like a blizzard, and all this other crap. So Grover and. Percy are just sitting at the fountain, they're just minding their own business, eating their lunch, when Boba Fett comes over and dumps the rest of her lunch in Grover's lap, which is absolutely disgusting. So Percy gets super pissed at Boba Fett, like, you don't do that, Nancy, like, you. And somehow Boba Fett ends up in the fountain. So some kids start to whisper that it was almost like the water had grabbed her and pulled her in. Um, but Boba Fett had blamed Percy and was like, Percy, why'd you do that? Percy did it. So Dodds tells Percy to follow her into the museum, and then Dodds sort of, like, goes a bit crazy, and she begins mentioning that things that, like, Percy doesn't understand. She says things such as, um, did you really think you could get away with it? And Percy thinks, it's like, oh, I copied, like, an assignment, like, what did I do? And he's like, oh, I don't know what I did. And Miss Dodd's like, oh, you're playing that game, huh? So she turns into a freaking monster with leathery wings and yellow fangs and a whole lot more descriptions that I didn't write down and I don't really feel like opening my book to explain more. But she's not human at all. So Percy is completely freaked out. And then Brunner suddenly appears out of nowhere in his motorized wheelchair 
and he throws Percy a pen with instructions to uncap it. I wonder what was, like, specifically going on in Percy's head. Like, he must have thought Brunner was trying to kill him or something. Um, because I, I would be pissed if someone threw me a pen when that shit was happening. So Percy uncaps it, it turns into a sword, and he uses it to kill Miss Dodds, which kills a very strong word. Uh, technically, monsters do not die. Um, they just, they reform over a period of many, many, many years. So I think it would be more wise to use disassemble. He sort of splits her atoms? I don't know. The splitting an atom is bad, don't do that. I don't know. Um, so then suddenly, no one's in the room. There's no bodies from killing, using kill very loosely, Miss Dodds, no Brunner, there's nothing. So Percy goes outside and he asks everyone, you know, where's Miss Dodds? And they're like, oh, what do you mean there's no Miss Dodds? Where's Miss Kerr? And Miss Kerr is like the new math teacher and suddenly Miss Dodds never existed and it was always Miss Kerr. So... Percy asks Grover, and Grover claims that he doesn't, he doesn't know, but Percy can tell, obviously tell he's lying. Grover's not a good liar in the least. Um, so Percy's on to something. And then he asks Brunner, but Percy just gets a, are you feeling alright, and responds. And that's where the story, or the chapter ends. So it, it ends with the... Yeah, there's no Miss Dodds, actually. Uh, you probably just dreamt it. Which is a great sort of cliffhanger. I guess. Um, but yeah, that's the entirety of chapter one. I accidentally vaporized my pre-algebra teacher. So I guess vaporize would be a better word than kill. He vaporizes her. That's not bad, that's not bad. But can we just talk for just one second about why in the hell a 6th grader, a 12 year old, is taking pre-algebra? Which I mean, I took it when I was 13, but that was 8th grade. So Percy must be smart. Like, in Latin, like, we could take Latin when we were in 6th grade, we just had to be good at math. And I was not good at math, so I wasn't able to take a language. So, yes, hopefully at some point I'll update this with the second chapter and then just continue. Maybe every other day or something I'll actually be able to make a slide or something. I don't know. Uh, well, thanks for listening and uh, enjoy your day.